Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Thank you for making Saints Central your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah, funny like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Combo with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm in the building. Shout out to the, the big Sports Coma. We up in this thing. Wow, man. Wow. What that was that wasn't good, fam. How that <laughs> I'll take the win. I I I I'll take the win. I'll take the win, fam. I'll take the win. I'll take the win. My goodness. Saints get the win, family. We get the win. 21 to 18, a bit of some dramatics at the end. The Saints fumbled the ball on the most serious play of the drive. The Saints fumbled the snap. My Lord. Fumbled the snap. But we ultimately win the game, so that's all that matters. We fumbled and stumbled our way to a victory. I don't have to wear an Atlanta shirt. Uh, low has to <laughs> low got to put on the Atlanta shirt <laughs> on the Saints shirt. <laughs> uh, low got to put on the Saints shirt, man. <laughs> oh man, I'm so mad, but I'm you know, I ain't like how it ended, but I mean, with the fumbling, but we got the win. You know, what, what can we expect? We're a fumbling, dumbling, stumbling-ass team. <laughs> if we didn't have fumble, stumble, 
bumbling ass stuff at the end, then you know, I'll you know, we wouldn't be four and nine, right? So the Saints stumble and bumble their way to a five and nine mark right now. Currently, y'all stay where y'all at. We're gonna have the post game interview from um Dennis Allen and uh Andy Dalton and the rest of them as the Saints improve to a five and nine or five, they improved to five and nine. They improved to five and nine on the season. Um, and the Falcons are now five and nine in the cellar, as you can see. So the Falcons are now in the cellar. The Saints sweep the Falcons on it on a bad season. It still feels good to beat the Atlanta Falcons on a bad season. Five and nine right now. The Carolina Panthers currently did the Panthers lose? I think I'm looking at it right now. I think the Panthers. Let me see if I can see. Yeah, the Panthers lost. Yeah, so the Panthers lost. They're five and eight, and Tampa Bay is playing Cincinnati in Tampa Bay. So let's get into the team statistics right here, family. Uh, 21 to 17 on the first downs advantage. Falcons, Saints were five of 11 on third down. Nine of 16 was the Falcons. 69 total plays. The Falcons had 69 total plays versus just uh what 55 by the black and gold so that's that was interesting as well so it was interesting to see that uh we look at the, that's a lot of different plays man you got 69 plays almost 70 plays by the falcons versus 55 by the saints they had 348 total yards they being the saints versus 320 by the falcons 10 to 10 on the drives saints average 6.3 yards per uh, play versus 4.6 by the Falcons, 214 yards passing versus just 89 by um, the Falcons in the matchup. Rushing attack is really where the Falcons stayed in this game. They had 231 rushing yards against the Saints, 134 yards. They averaged six yards per rush in the game. The Saints averaged four yards per rush. They put up 231 on the Saints today. That's a lot of rushing yards, but the Saints ultimately came out with the win. Red zone, uh, two of three for the Falcons versus one or two by the Saints. Penalties, Falcons had uh, three penalties for 30 yards. Saints had six for 46. One turnover apiece by both squads, and the possession time of possession game was a wash. 30-56 versus 29-04 today. All right, moving on over, family to the box score and the individuals here for the black and go. Andy Dalton finished 11 of 17 for 151 in the game, averaged almost nine yards per throw. He had two touchdowns in the game. Two times he was sacked, a rating of 132.2. Taysom two for two for 80 yards, one touchdown. So the Saints quarterbacks as a collective three of 19 for 214, uh, three touchdowns. They averaged 12.2 yards per throw. Between a two-headed monster at the quarterback, Elvin Kamara came back alive. They got him going in this one. 21 rushes. He had 90, 21 carries, excuse me, for 91 yards. He averaged 4.3 yards per rush. Taysom threw in seven carries for 30 yards. And David Johnson, four for 12. They completed the game. Elvin Kamara threw in his stuff in there, and it was really a positive to see Elvin Kamara get going. That was really a positive. The top receiver, Jawan Johnson, in the game. Four catches, 67 yards. He had two touchdowns on six targets. Rashid Shahid, three catches for 95 yards and a touchdown on four targets. 
Chris Olave had three catches for 53 yards off of four targets. Kamara, two for 13 off of two targets. Apprentice had one catch for three yards and a one off of one target. Roby was able to get the fumble off of uh, Drake London. Uh, and David Johnson gave up a fumble in the red zone, which the Saints will march into score. And, of course, uh, you see the fumble right there by Taysom on the snap, but he recovered it, but it did give up a fourth down. Saints had to give it up. Demario Davis only eight tackles. He he blew several in a matchup, but finished with eight the lead. Marcus May had seven. Shy Tuttle had seven on a day. Multiple sacks. The Saints had a four-sack performance, a sack and a half by Kent Street, a half a sack by Granderson, a half a sack. Uh, let's see, and, that, and I think that was it, right? No, hold on. Yeah, full sack by Tyron Matthews. So there you go uh, for the game for them. And, of course, you look at Rashid Shaheed on the return. Not much shaking. Will Lutz was chilling today. He kicked the only extra points. Blake Gillick in four punts for 181, 14.3 on the average, one of the four inside of the 20, 53 being the longest. All right, you take a look at what the Saints did. I mean, what the Falcons did. Ritter, 13 of 26 for 97 yards. Not much shaking on his side of things. Uh, he was sacked four times on a rating of 59.3. The real star of the game for the Falcons was the rushing attack. Tyler Ajiri, 17 carries for 139 yards. He averaged 8.2 yards per rush, one touchdown. The longest run was a 43. Patterson had 14 for 52, averaged almost four yards per rush, had a rushing touchdown. Ritter scrambled six times for 38 yards at 6.3 yards per rush. So the Falcons' rushing attack really kept them alive in this game. They were battle ramming the Saints. Uh, in this game, getting real physical with the Saints. And uh, ultimately, the Saints were able to slow him down. Drake London was targeted 11 times. He's all that, that Ritter threw to. He has seven catches for 70 yards, 10 yards per catch, but he couldn't really get in the end zone to help him out in the passing attack. Um, you look at the fumbles right here. Lorenzo Carter was able to recover one. Drake London lost one. Their top tackler, Rashawn Evans, with nine tackles. And uh, like I said, their top, they had a sack. Rashawn Evans also had a sack. And Anderson and Jarrett split the other one, you see. And, of course, Young Hoku, one field goal of 28 yards. Pennon kicked the ball, punted the ball, actually, five times over 200 yards. He averaged almost 42 yards per punt, put three of the five inside of the 20-yard line and 46 being the longest on the punt. So the Saints were able to take care of business today. Against the Falcons, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't all that beautiful, but let me tell you something. Boy, it was a comedy error toward the, the end, but, you know, we are fumbling, stumbling, bumbling team. That's what you expect for ill-prepared teams, and that's what happens. And they, you know, a good thing the defense was able to stop them on the back end, and they basically ran out of time. So there really wasn't that much time for them to do anything. Brother Prime says, I serious, he said, uh, seriously, NFL will not let the Saints, uh, he says, win this, I guess, win this year. I guess that's what that is, Brother Prime. Shout out to you. Thank you. All right, let's hear from the Who That Na- <laughs> to the Who That Nation. I'm happy for the win, man, because you know what that means. You all be looking out for that new uh, shirt uh, from Big Low wearing the, <laughs> the Saints shirt, man. Let us shout out to Low. All right, Derek says, any, he says, Andy suck in the fourth quarter. Big Q, it was Taysom Hill that fumbled that ball, bro. But I hear what you're saying. 
All right, Jeff says, bro, sweep out the dirt. If on a bad season, bro, a very good positive is the fact that the Saints do sweep the Falcons. Let's get that out there. You see what I'm saying? Uh, AK the Enthusiast says, uh, Drake London, we never be better. We'll never be better than Chris Olave. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think they got something good in that, but Chris Olave is a different type of player, man. He's a different, he's a different type of player. No disrespect. You know? All right. No, it, it prom says Q, no fire D this. Uh D, DA, I guess you're saying this season. We'll see, fam. We'll see. We'll see. Jamal says, Low, you meeting Big Low in New Orleans. If so, I'm <laughs> don't worry. I'm gonna have a picture for y'all, man. We're gonna have a picture, man. We're gonna have a picture, uh Low. I don't think he's gonna have it right now, but when he get home, he'll get one and put it on and take one on, unless he take he get one at the game. You hear me, Low? Go ahead and get you one at the game, brother. Go ahead and take the picture. Buy, buy your Saints one at the game, bro. And uh, take a picture of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, CeeLo says, shout out Fab Big Q. Got the W even though they tried to lose with fumble snap. Yeah, shout out CeeLo. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, we get the W, man. At the end of the day, I'm just happy I don't have to put that damn Saints jersey on. I mean, that uh, Falcons jersey on. But a lot of people saying, Q, you know, they're going to justify this keeping Dennis Allen. Well, we'll see how the rest of the season finishes out. Yosef says one catch by Drake and it would have been over. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jermaine says, Q, make sure everybody see Big Low in it. I will, bro. I will. He ain't going to hide it, bro. Low is, Low is an honest guy. Lady T says, not a fan of Atlanta, but Ritter did well for his first game. He, I don't know, you know, he needed a little help, you know, but uh then again, there's, it's a young team, you know, and they still have a lot of stuff that they got to fix. But they got some good young players there, and the future is bright in the city of Atlanta as long as they can build around those young guys, man. You know, so. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. Uh, let's see. Prime says, what is that, Prime? Hold on, bro. Let me see if I can get at that. Give me just a second. We about to, we about to go to the the post game momentarily of the, the saints and here go Dennis Allen family. Y'all stay with me. Here's Allen. I want to say one thing. Like, I just want to make sure like, you know, uh, man, you know, our, our, uh, one of the, the things that we were thinking about really throughout the game was, was Dean Pease. I, I know I'm sure you guys all heard about it. Um, I think he made it back to the, uh, to the stadium here, but, um, just wanted to make sure that, you know, Falcons and, and he and his family knew that we were thinking about him. Dennis, it, it's come up a lot in recent weeks, but really the whole season. It, it, you've been really frustrated, maddening, the need to be able to impose your will and get those third and ones, fourth and ones, a four-minute drive. I mean, has that been one of the biggest things you guys have wrestled with this season, you think? Um, well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think putting a team away when you have an opportunity to put them away um, – you know, you, you have to be able to take advantage of that. And, and um, yeah, that it is it is frustrating uh, because you do a lot of good things in the game and then you have opportunities to, to put them away and and you're not able to do it. Look, we didn't finish that last drive of the game like we wanted to. Um, but yet we took it down to nine seconds to go with no timeouts, you know, and, and so uh, it wasn't exactly what we were looking for, but it was – it was fairly close, um, and I felt like that. I felt like that uh, third down play. I was hoping that we were going to get a measurement on that. 
Coach, on the challenge flag, did you even have to consult with coaches upstairs, or did you know immediately on the touchdown? No, I wanted to make sure that, that, that you know, our guys upstairs felt like it was a touchdown, um, and and they they felt confident that it that it was, and and uh, so we threw the challenge flag there, and and uh, it was a good challenge, good win. Our, our guys upstairs did a good job there. Dennis, it seems like at times you guys have had a hard time just like buying a, a turnover uh, to get one in. That really How about a huge one in a critical moment, big, in a big game. moment of the game, right there. Like, yeah, what would you see on that play, and, and for it to come at that at that time? Well, I, look, I think it was I think it was Roby that came, you know, over the top and and uh, you know, top down punch out. We talk about it all the time in our in 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 uh, in our building that that's how the ball comes out in our league. Um, I thought he did a great job of uh, punching the ball out, and I believe it was Marcus May that was there to recover it. So. Um, Look, it was a huge play in the game. Bees back there. <laughs> All right, I knew it was something like that, but I knew it was two DBs back there. Defensive guy, but you've given up. Uh, the team has given up 200 yards against Atlanta both times, but yet y'all won the game. What uh, What do you have to do as a coach to be able to put together a plan to stop this running game? Uh, listen, we need a win. You know what I mean, like. It's one thing we all talk about running the ball, running the ball. Look, we did, I don't think we tackled as good as we needed to today. Okay. Um, but what they have, 80-something yards passing? So it's not about do you stop the run, do you stop the pass, do you do this, do you do that, it's do you win. Um, and that's what we did today. And so their plan was to come in and run it, run it, run it, not try to put the young quarterback in difficult situations. Um, and, and look, the runner – Algier, like he was, he was. I was impressed with him today. He's a he's a tough physical runner, uh, but we did what we needed to do defensively to to win the game. He's done it all year consistently, but Jawan Johnson, another good game. Just describe you know his season and his improvement out there. Yeah, look, he's improved a lot. I mean, you know, he works he works tirelessly to to improve himself and improve his game and. Um, you know, it's good to see when when guys work the way that he works, um, and and uh, give the type of effort that he gives. It's good to see, you know, him be, being able to kind of uh, reap the fruits of that labor. Um, and so it, that's that's it's part of what you enjoy about coaching. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Dennis, you, you're driving, you got an 11-point lead, you fumble. I mean, it, as a coach, is that stuff like that just drive you haywire? Yeah, well, it's part of what we just talked about when you have a chance to kind of, you know, put a team away. 
Um, you know, I think, what was it, 14 to three at that point in time, we have a chance to potentially, you know, potentially go up, you know, 21 to three uh, at that point in the game. So, yeah, I mean, we, we have to, um, we have to protect the ball better in those situations, certainly. Dennis, was the uh, Taysom Hill TD pass to Shahid was that first read on that play, and was that one you wanted you drew up and wanted to get to early in this game this week for yeah, any particular look, reason? Just, you know, it, there's some things that you do, and, and and what you don't know is exactly when Taysom gets lined up at the quarterback position. You don't know exactly what you're gonna see every time. Um, you know, so we got the look that we were looking for. Um, and look, I think, I think Shahid ran a great route. Um, like his speed is impressive. Uh, and, and look, Taysom did a great job of putting the ball in the right spot, just over the top of the safety. And, and, um, uh, you know, yeah, we got the look we were looking for and our guys executed. And that's really like, that's what, you know, good football is, is, is really all about. You know, it's, you know, it was a good play call, right? But the execution is what made it work, and that was that was good to see. Were you surprised that all of the uh, Alante Taylor interception was overturned? Um, no, I, I, I wasn't. Um, after I saw it on the on the big screen, I guess I, I wasn't sure if he caught it in real life, and then I saw it in the big screen, and I just didn't know if there was going to be enough to overturn it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's tough on that kid because you know, I mean, he keeps making these plays, and yet he's not getting credit for making these plays. But he's playing outstanding. I mean, he's playing, he's playing outstanding. Hey Dennis, what, just what's the mood like in the locker room after after getting a win and just kind of getting off the schneid here? Put him away and end of the season, and you're not uh, able to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, it's hard to win in this league. And uh, so anytime you get one, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling. And we're going to enjoy this. We've got about 24 hours to kind of soak it in a little bit. And then, you know, we got a short week to get ready to go up to Cleveland. So, um, yeah, it was a good win. Our guys de deserve a lot of credit for battling the way that they – they really, they battled all year long. And, and uh, they came out ready to play today, and, and we made enough plays to win. Coach, back to Alante Taylor. Can you speak a little more to his preparation and to his performance in terms of how he anticipates, how he breaks on the ball, et cetera? Yeah, look, I mean, um, he shows up every day with his hard hat on, ready to go to work. And um, he listens to his coaches. Um, and he tries to do it exactly the way that he's being coached to do it. Um, and he works extremely hard on studying – the opponent and, and knowing kind of the things to anticipate. And so, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for guys that, that, you know, want to, they want to be coached. They want to do it the right way. They want to play hard. They want to work hard. Um, and he does that. And it's no, it's, it's not a surprise that he's able to go out and execute on Sundays because um, he puts in the preparation. Yeah, last week when we asked you about the film, the first thing you said was the guys played hard, and that was like the main thing that stood out. How important is it just to see that still, like in this situation, this game, and then your backs get get against the wall and guys just keep fighting and, and trying to find ways to win? So I would tell you this: I would say that <clears throat> playing hard doesn't guarantee that you're going to win, but not playing hard guarantees that you won't win, and that's 
you know, that's really like, you know, that's what this game's about, man. Like, <laughs> this game's about freaking effort and passion and energy and um, going out and giving everything you got. And so um, I, I never, I never questioned whether our guys were going to do that or not. I mean, they've done it all year long. So um, I think they did it again today. Uh, Dennis, you know, Alvin, the last few weeks has been, you know, limited in his involvement. Was there kind of a concerted effort to get him touches today? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and touches in a few different ways. And I think we got to continue to try to figure out creative ways to, you know, get him the ball and do some things with him and, um, you know, let him affect the game. All right. Appreciate it. All right, you see, y'all you, hear I did a silent sounding. Then the silent sounding, real confident, real confident in this spiel today, huh? <laughs> then the silent feeling real confident in this spiel today. He feeling real buck on himself right now. You hear him feeling real chippy like. Oh yeah, Dennis Allen is um. Sean, he, he, he trying to, he out there trying to show off a little bit. They got the dub, and and of course, Andy Dalton sit up there. I mean, uh, Dennis Allen, feeling pretty good about himself, feeling real chippy about passion and energy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the interesting part about it is the Saints get the win. They do leapfrog the Atlanta Falcons, putting the Falcons down in the cellar. So that's a positive. Um, and do I think the Saints beat the Browns? It's possible, but the Saints haven't won back-to-back games all season long. Uh, this is a this is a milestone for Dennis Allen in his coaching career because Dennis Allen's never won five games before in his coaching career. He's he's won four games in year one and year two of the when he was with the Raiders, and then the third year he was fired because you know I think he went zero three zero four and they fired him. And he wins five games for the first time in his coaching career with the Saints. So it's more wins than he's ever had as a coach in his previous stop in, in individual years, speaking of, speaking of. So he gets five. Now, the issue is, do the Saints win back-to-back matchups? Well, you got the Cleveland Browns coming up next, and we'll preview that game next week. We'll have a person from behind enemy lines to chime in to <laughs> uh, cocky Dennis. <laughs> But we'll get somebody else to chime in and talk about the Browns next week on our uh, Behind the line, behind Enemy Lines or uh, preview stream that will be up in next week. And then following that, we have the Eagles finally against the Panthers to close out the season. So what's interesting is the fact that the Saints defense kind of worried me on the back end because the, uh, the Falcons offense found a way to beat them. And if they had a little bit more offense uh, passing uh, attack, a little bit better passing attack, it would have been interesting. But Saints had this game. They had several periods during the game where they get in the red zone and make plays. And those were two red zone plays. And Dennis Allen's not going to, he's going to look right past that because we got the win, you know, regardless of those floppy plays, you know, the, the bad snap on fourth down, which shouldn't have happened. It was just one yard. You could have got it. The uh, fumble in the red zone. This is stuff that bad teams do in, in dire situations. So even though they escaped with the win today, they improved to five and nine. They put the Falcons down in the cellar. And the and then there are three games remaining in the season. Can the Saints win those contests? We'll see. They haven't won back-to-back games all year long. The Browns is next. We got to travel up there in the cold. 
to play the Browns. And the Saints ran the ball a lot better today. Elvin Kamara had 21 carries for 91 yards today. That was a big positive, really a big positive for the Saints, for them to get the running attack going. If they get that running attack going and keep that running attack going, they can have some success against teams, but also keeping the boobish plays down, the false starts and the the foolishness that comes along with uh, fumbles and stuff of that ilk. If they can keep that out of the way, they might be able to, and the defense solidifies and play, you know, they might be, you know, some win in there, but the Saints have to add some more stuff to the team. You know, I've been saying this for a while now, and they ain't going to do it, but, you know, bring a nose tackle in here, a veteran nose tackle that can help stuff to run up the middle because they're having way too many issues with that, way too many issues and stuff in the run. So let's get the, the thoughts of the Who That Nation. The 300 plus, please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the share button, share the show on your social media feed. We up in this thing. Ahmad says, Taylor, need to catch the damn ball. Carter says, uh, no, they don't win next week. Cleveland has a better defense and offense than Atlanta. Uh, uh, yeah, AK says, uh, I need 80 plus from AK next week again. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin Conley says, thanks to the uber-talented team. Might get them six wins. Yeah, Young Bloods. What's up, bro? Says Q, I think uh, Allen has already been told by the Saints manager he's going to be back next year. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. So you mean to tell me you're going to bring this guy back and you don't know how you're going to look in the next four games? You just do that? And, of course, we know that's the one-two step. They're old. They're dinosaurs at the top. They don't want to go through the process of firing this guy and then hiring somebody to replace him. They don't want to spend the money. To, to get rid of them and then I hire another guy. They don't want to go through another extensive look for another year at finding a coach. That's something that they don't want to do. They lazy. They didn't do it for 20 something odd years when they had Sean Payton, they did it for one year after that and they don't want to do it to back to back years. So it's all a matter of convenience for the saints. It's not for what's good for the, who that nation moving forward. It's all about what's convenient for the New Orleans Saints, the fact that they don't want to look for a new coach right now because it's such a it's a hassle to do it. The fact that they would try to guarantee Dennis Allen uh, to come back next year, despite whatever he does over the next four games, speaks speaks about convenience. It's a matter of convenience. They don't want to spend the money to get rid of him and spend more money to hire his replacement. They don't want to do it. It's not about vision. It's about convenience. I want to need you all to get that. That's why we are going to conveniently sit our asses at home and we won't buy the merch we conveniently will not buy your merch we conveniently will not buy your tickets we would conveniently not attend your events so if you it's all a matter of convenience to them it's not a convenience to you and what's right for the who that nation as a whole it's all about convenience to them let that be known all right anyway you know what you got to do if they if they make that if they said it officially because behind the scenes they saying it but officially officially it had not been said but we know what they're gonna do because they don't have no vision you know, if it ain't Dennis Allen and Sean Payton, it's Sean Payton come back. But y'all know what y'all got to do. Y'all got to make these these blockheaded old dinosaur ass people understand. And the only way you make people like them understand is you, you make them suffer in the bottom line. The bottom line, you don't pay for their shit. And that's when you start getting st- stuff moving and shaking. It's sorry. It's, it's sad. It's that is that way because people been telling them through messages, emails and every other way running up to Dennis Allen and telling them you got to do something about this. You know, this team stinks. You know they garbage. You know Dennis Allen stinks. He's garbage because the team stinks because Dennis Allen on top of him. So if they want to play that game because it's all about convenience because they don't want to do the work, 
That's all right. We can do the same thing. And I guarantee you, you'll buy, you'll, you will cut up before I do. All right. So anyway, shout out to the fam. All right. Jordan says the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Jags today. Hey, that, what about, how about that? I know Eric, it is their job, but it's all about a matter of convenience. We, we, we've built these people up. They like royalty up there, you know, and they making money hand over fists. They don't pay no, you know, you know, we don't talk, you don't, people don't talk about spoil somebody. And they talking about the who that nation spoil. No, the saints at the top is spoiled like a dog because for what almost 20 years of the season we had uh which we call them sitting up there and now it ain't the same. Now they won't do the work, but anyway, here go Andy Dalton y'all. Let's see what he got to say about it. You know, plays by him. And so I feel like he's playing with a ton of confidence and it's, it's showing up on, on Sundays. I, I know, look, you're still alive for a playoff berth. The odds are against you, but just the fact that this team, you know, came out after a bye show, tremendous fight. What does it say, I guess, about you and some of the veterans on this team that I guess the effort and energy was there? Yeah, I'm, I think there's, there's something to finish the season strong, regardless of uh, making the playoffs or not. And so, you know, we had four left before today. We got one, uh, one win today, and we got three more to go. And so our mindset and our goal is to finish the season the right way and to, to win the next three. Andy, does that, following up on that, does that say something about Dennis that there is that kind of fight in the team? I mean, I know that the results haven't always been there, but certainly the effort certainly seems like it has been. Yeah, for sure. I think that's one thing that it's, uh, you know, just from the top of, you know, his his message to us is, uh, you know, exactly that. You know, finish the season the right way. We're, we want to go, um, you know, again, before today, it was Briscoe 4-0. And after the after the game, it's all right. There's one. We got three more left. Andy, what are some of the things that stand out about just the young core of weapons you guys have with Olave, uh, Rashid, and Juwan Johnson? Yeah, I think, like I was saying about Juwan, is he's playing with a ton of confidence. But I think we have a lot of guys that are playing with a ton of confidence, and um, it is a young group out there. And I mean, it, it's exciting because each week we feel like they're getting better. They're able to do some some new things and. Um, some explosive plays out there. I mean, I've talked about Juwan, but I mean, Rashid has shown up a, a, a ton too with, I mean, his long touchdown today uh, from Taysom. I mean, that's, uh, you know, we've, we've got some weapons. How is he going to shoot? Yeah, I think he's gotten comfortable when we've been asking him to do a little bit more. And uh, he's been playing, obviously, a, a lot more than he was early on. And when he's got his opportunities, he's made the most of them. How comfortable are you with, I know this has been happening for the last few games, really, but with the Taysom switching in, switching out, or do you guys practice that every week? I mean, is that something that you you guys are pretty much comfortable with despite whatever defensive scheme comes at you? Yeah, I mean, we we, we definitely practice it. So, uh, you know, Taysom's a, a big weapon for us, and you don't know where he's going to line up. So, uh, yeah, I think we're – we're comfortable with how we've been handling this year. You know, just going back to Rashid a little bit, obviously you didn't throw the bomb to him today, but you've hit him in, on deep balls in the past. You know, what does he do specifically that, that makes him so effective on those type, type of plays? He runs really fast. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, that's, that's one thing that we knew from the beginning when he, when he got here and when he started to, um, to run around, you could see his speed and, We've had opportunities to take some 
uh, deep shots with him, and he's come down with a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, just to have the full group out there, I mean, there's a comfort level there from the standpoint of the communication with everything, uh, guys being on the same page, and, you know, Eric's obviously a great player, and, you know, the quarterback, just the communication with the center's key and big, and so uh, glad to have Eric back. Thanks. Just curious, you know, at the end of these games, when they when they get close and the game seemingly on the, the line in a lot of ways. What just impresses you most about how the team responds in those situations? Yeah, you know, I thought we responded well today. It's, it's not always pretty. It's not always easy. You know, it felt like when we jumped out to the early lead, we had chances. And I mean, we left some, we left a lot of plays out there and we had opportunities to make that game look a little different and not have to go down to the very end. Um, but the good thing is we, had an opportunity to to win it and you know we 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 took care of business and we did that wake up at holiday inn express to a can't miss breakfast that's free with every stay count on all the hot fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone like eggs cinnamon rolls and even hot fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave next time do yourself a favor and stay at a holiday inn express with a can't miss breakfast that's free with every stay so when you wake up at holiday inn express you'll wake up happy a part of ihg hotels and resorts looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics and place your entry it's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Andy Dalton, man. <clears throat> Talking about the game, man. Mitchell, several different things in the matchup. Saints get the win, family, in the game, 21 to 18. Shout out to the Who That Nation for being in the state. The Saints improved. Saints improved to five and nine. Falcons fall to five and nine. They're in the cellar now at five and nine. Carolina is five and nine. So we are all tied. Isn't that crazy? The Saints, the, the, the Carolina Panthers, Saints, and Falcons all tie for five and nine right now. And if the Falcons, I mean, the, the Bucks lose. They'll be six and six and eight on the season. Here go uh, Jawan Johnson family. Let's listen to what Jawan jo, uh, Johnson has to say. Here we go. Mm. Good question. I've been drawing a lot of blanks on a lot of questions, but um, it's been good. Uh, definitely, you know, going into the red zone, knowing that it's it's attack mode for us. That's kind of like our, our attack mode. We've been pretty good for the past couple of years in the red zone, and we know we get to the red zone. That means points. So. You know, our physical coordinator, Pete, has been really good with dialing up a lot of 
good plays in the red zone. So um, when you got guys like, you know, me, Chris, she, Jarvis, you know, Trout, we got a lot of people who can get the ball in Alvin. Um, who really can put the ball in the end zone. So um, just the comfort level that Andy has with me is, is, is pretty comforting, just knowing that, you know, in, in any, any given time I could, you know, be in the end zone making a play. What about your uh, approach specifically in that area of the field? What do you think makes you so successful? You already got seven touchdowns, just as many as Justin Jefferson. I mean, like you're, you're really putting up some good numbers down there. Uh, man, it's just it's just really just hard working and watching the film and going over the plays. Um, just try to see what coverages they're running. It's not more so like the physical aspect. It's just knowing what they're going to do, just kind of being two steps ahead of what they're going to be doing. And uh, you know, the physical aspect is kind of secondary. So, you know, just knowing where they're going to be, knowing how they're going to play it. It's just all like, all right, I know this is going to happen. You know, before the play, I pointed at him because I knew he was going to, you know, you know, uh, collision me on the second touchdown, collision me and get out. So it's just all knowing about what's going to happen before the play even happens. Jawan, could you talk about your first touchdown? One that you scored stretched out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just honestly, it was just a simple shallow cross. I was bumping, uh, you know, their end. And they kind of just got out. I'm sure it was a busted coverage, but, you know, um, nobody covered me. And I just tried to, I just, well, as, as they say, I just tried to get freaky. So and I tried to do my thing. Um, uh, I tried to do my thing. I'm, it's not too many times I'm in the open field, so. And I just try to get into the end zone. What's been the biggest thing you've learned that's made you successful at tight end this season? You said that one more time. Sorry. The biggest lesson you've learned to be successful Oof. at tight end? Oh, man. You got to have an attitude. Um, to play this position, you can't be soft at all. I mean, you're going to be against some pretty good guys. And then from the secondary position, you're playing against some pretty elite and athletic guys from the defensive side. So you really just got to have an attitude that you just can't be stopping. You know, that's really why I, I try to, you know, get into. It's not really hard. It's just like you just got to be mad at them. So if I just think of it as my enemy, that's really how I try to approach it. But ultimately, just having an attitude and be willing to learn because obviously this is like my second year in this position. So just being coachable, um, I still don't know anything. I'm not saying I don't know anything, but um, it's still a very tough position. You have to be really smart to play this position. Kind of along those same lines, can you speak to your approach to the game from a confidence standpoint and a production standpoint? Mm. Uh, just from a confidence standpoint, uh, a lot of the times uh, at this position, knowing that I'm still growing in this position, there's going to be a lot of failures. So a lot of times I may get pushed back. There may be, you know, my, my eyes may be in the wrong place. Uh, maybe dropping a couple passes, I'm overthinking it, maybe dropping a couple passes because I'm just not focusing. It's a lot of different things we got to look at this position. There's coverage, blocking, it's a whole bunch. Um, but the one thing is just having guys around you like Trout, Taysom, who's been around the game for a while, um, them giving you comfort and uh, just doing your thing. Having your physical aspects um, helps, like me being able to catch and run and do things like that and be aggressive. You know, But having those guys around you at a comfort level is also pretty good. Hey, Juwan, do guys like you and Rashid who play with – who were undrafted, do y'all play with – chip on your shoulder just because of that Rashid do we play with a uh, chip on our shoulder <laughs> yeah um just knowing that you know you've been overlooked through the whole draft kind of just gives you that extra boost that extra little okay like every team passed up on me you went to you know UDFA so um definitely just playing with that knowing that um you just gotta 
get it out the mud. You got to really grind for it. And so uh, Sheed is like the biggest uh, culprit for that because, you know, nobody looked at him as a, a top receiver. Nobody looked at him as like that. But um, he's proven himself every every week. He's proven himself. Um, he hasn't surprised me, but he surprised a lot of you guys. So just having him to go in week in and week out and do his thing. And yeah, I don't even have a question for this. I just want to say this stat out loud. You have 48 career catches. 11 of them have been for touchdowns. Mm -hmm. You know, at, at what point is this just like, okay, this is my part of the field. I'm going to own this part of the field. Mm -hmm. Well, I try to own the whole field. The whole field. I mean, that's just, that's just me. I don't know if that was your answer or not. Was it? Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, every time when I try to go on the field, I mean, I just try to, I'm just in attack mode. And early when we get to the red zone, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, this is it. This got to be for six. Whereas for anybody, I mean, that's just like our mindset and our mindset's got to be because, you know, if you if you score touchdowns in the red zone, you're going pretty far in the season. You're going pretty far uh, in the playoff race. So um, just being really efficient in the red zone, something that we kind of harp on a lot. So we do red zone on Fridays and, you know, Fridays are, are the big days. Juwan, there's a lot of rivalries in college. You know, in high school, we hear about them. Right. Are you aware of the rivalry with the Falcons? And do guys in the locker room mm. feel that at all? Uh, it's more so the older guys. Uh, I, I knew it more so when, when Drew was here my first year. And you kind of felt it in practice. And so that carryover is kind of something that we've been trying to embody, um, knowing that there is that rivalry, knowing that there is um, – hatred there and so um just going out there and knowing that we have two up on them this year um it's kind of what we wanted to to do to put that stamp on it that you know we the big brothers and so that's how we got to keep going about it Joanne, you guys kind of got this young core weapons with you Rashid mm -hmm. Chris how do you guys complement one another and what do you feel like the ceiling is for for that trio of players yeah well they compliment me because they're a lot faster than me Rashid and Chris are a lot faster than me and, and I'm more so of like that not the slow guy but I'm just not quite as fast. So those guys stretch, uh, stress the field pretty pretty well. And not even that, they run pretty good routes too. So, you know, just knowing that you have those two who are very versatile in their route tree and also very versatile in knowledge of the game is really impressive. It helps me out a lot because, you know, those guys can teach me a couple of things. So um, just talking to Chris during the week, um, just telling me about some of the spacing. And so I'm like, dang, like, I didn't even understand the route tree like that. But here, here you go telling me uh, what's going on. But yeah, it's been really good having those two. Um, knowing that those guys are both rookies, you're gonna get the league. Um, you're gonna get the league some for years to come. Yeah, appreciate y'all. All right. Guys, my first time in front of this many cameras. We're gonna receive Let's hear from him. How does it make you feel, and, and what do you have to say when the head coach says that your speed is impressive? Uh, it means the world. Um, for coming from him, you know, it's a guy I look up to and, you know, a guy I love playing for. Uh, so that, that means the world, absolutely. Hey, Rashid, uh, obviously there's positive news with Dean Peace being back with the team, but I was wondering mm -hmm. if you could just kind of explain or talk about a little bit about what happened before the game. Right, so um, I was backing up to catch a punt, and you know I kind of just ran into him, bumped into him, turned around, and I just saw him kind of stretched out. So I, immediately I was super concerned, but um, we got word that you know he's back and um, took him to the hospital, and he's he's healthy and he's doing okay. So I'm I'm thankful for that. I'm glad he's doing okay. You know if he if he sees this, you know I'm sorry. <laughs> My apologies. 
Rashid, um, if I remember correctly, you've you've not formally run a forty yard dash. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. How fast do you think you got today? How fast <laughs> are you? Where would you be if you got the opportunity? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, anything you know, four three and below. I feel like that's you know, um, pretty pretty fast. So somewhere around there, hopefully. Rashid, tough loss a week ago, and, and Coach Allen was just in here talking about playing with passion. What does it say about this team? You played with so much passion. You played hard after a, a loss like that last week. Right, absolutely. It was exactly how we needed to, to come out and play. Um, we preached it all week, you know, come out with energy, but we can't let them match our energy. And I feel like we came out, got on them early, and, uh, you know, that kind of carried on throughout the game. And that was definitely a good way to start. Can you just uh... – Describe the touchdown play, how it all developed. Did you know you're getting the ball based off that look, right at the line of scrimmage? Uh, yeah. So at the line of scrimmage, it was kind of like a kill-kill situation, um, depending on how the safeties were going to play it. Um, as soon as I lined and I saw one high safety, I knew that you know they was going to he was going to throw it. Um, I just had to you know win on my route, and you know it, it, it happened. Chase him through a great ball, and I was able to finish it. So, where do, where do you feel like you've made the biggest areas of growth in just your route running and understanding of the, the offense and, and all that stuff? Yeah, I feel like I made a, a tremendous jump. Um, at first, early on, it was, you know, kind of tough, you know, young guy coming in and learning a complex uh, playbook. Um, but, you know, I trust the guys around me. They all helped me. Coaches helped me, um, helped me develop. You know, coming off of a knee injury, it was kind of tough, um, you know, to just, just feel the game the same way. But, you know, it's all coming along pretty well, so. Comfort. Like, are you 100% there? Is it still kind of? Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good now. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> Can you speak to your mindset when you're running routes and the mindset you shift to when you're returning punts? Right. Um, when, I'm running, when I'm running routes, um, it's always to win. Um, you know, just compete against the guy across me. And, you know, as long as I beat him, um, you know, just do my job. And, uh, you know, on punt returns, um, just rely on the other 10 guys blocking for me. I have full faith in them, and they do a great job each and every week um, in preparation. And uh, we're going to continue to go in the right direction with that. Sheet, I'm, I'm just curious to know what, like, what you're thinking about when you're going into one of those those shot plays where you you see that they have a single high safety and you right. know the ball is about to cut. Like, yeah, yeah, eyes get you, big, heart starts racing fast. You know, you just know it's coming to you. So you get super excited, super antsy. Um, you know, you got to keep eye on the ball so you don't jump because you're so excited. So, but it, mm -hmm. it, but I, I mean, you're anticipating making a big play on those, and they've mm -hmm. had you run a handful of those this year. So yeah. Absolutely. I just try to do my job, uh, run my routes and win. And um, anytime the opportunity comes, I try to make a play. That was literally my exact same question. When you when you see that look, like, do you think, are you confident enough now at this point where you think, all right, this is going to be a touchdown? Like, I, like I, I can win this look. And, and is that something that's sort of developed this year that, mm -hmm. that's come as the season's worn on? Right. Um, I feel like I always come in, in, in the game with confidence, and I feel like you got to, you know. Um, always you know just focusing on your 111 and doing your job and as long as you do that i feel like success is going to uh, happen and um you know it turned out to be that play and you know i just like i said i did my job and it was it was open so how, i'm sorry how good was that ball perfect it was perfect right over the db's hand it couldn't have been better I, I know you all are still alive for a playoff berth even with the odds against you how important is it we talk about the veteran players but there's young players like you and olave and elante taylor and you know, other young guys about like maybe planting the seeds and finishing strong to make sure that it can grow into something in the future. Right, absolutely. Like you just uh, reiterated, finishing strong. That's what we got to do uh, throughout these last four games. Continue to come out how we did today, play with passion, play with energy, and um, practice hard. You know, it all starts to practice uh, each and every day, um, you know, our work days. So we got to, you know, come in, fix some stuff. Today wasn't perfect. We'll go back and chalk it up and let's see if we can do better. Yeah, Rishi, sorry to keep 
asking a question about that one play, but I'm curious, you know, when Taysom's in there kind of running that play, mm. can you kind of sense that the defenders are kind of peeking in, you know, kind of just waiting to yeah. see, oh, no, he's going to pull this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when Taysom's in the backfield, you know, all eyes are on Taysom. Um, they got to be, you know, he that's just the player he is. And um, uh, I feel like Pete did a great job, you know, no, uh, realizing that. And, um, you know, when the play was called, it, it was the look exactly. So it worked out great. How do you feel like you and Chris kind of complement one another and then just being rookies coming in at the same time? What's that camaraderie like just, just in that room with you guys? Yeah, no, I mean, it's tons of fun. You know, two guys from the same city doing, you know, big things on Sunday. It's, it's like a dream. And, um, you know, I've known him for a long time. We've, we had a great relationship, and he's a great dude. It's fun to play alongside of him. Um, you know, two, two fast guys, it's, it's hard to coach speed. So, you know, it's, hard, it's fun to um, definitely you know, have a guy like him across from me. Hey, Rashid, are you getting a little bit more comfortable? I saw you celebrate a little bit more after this touchdown. What was that? Sorry, one more time. So are you getting a little bit more comfortable with your touchdown celebrations? I actually didn't celebrate. I kind of froze up down there a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going through my head, but I didn't have any celebration. Kind of just, you know, just enjoying the moment. It just So it seems like all of your touchdowns are longer than 40, 44 yards or longer this year. Just in, in light of what you know about the offense, um, is that surprising to you um, based on your skill set in the offense that, that they would all be that long or is that something that sort of makes sense? Um, it just kind of makes sense. Um, you know, any chance I get to, you know, make a play, um, whether it's down the field, short, you know, a fly sweep in any elements of the game, um, I try to make a play. And, you know, just being put in the situations to make those plays, you know, it means a lot uh, for the coaches to have trust in me and my teammates, you know, so. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. That was Rashid Shaheed filling in on that situation, family. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being an installment of the show. Please feel free to hit the like button if you hadn't hit the like button. We're up in this thing, man. We appreciate the family members for tuning in. This episode of The Coma, man. Watch stream 28 to 18. Saints are successful in this thing, man. And, of course, we're going to – understand and know that the saints get a positive win here. And the reality is the saints have some very good young people that need to be resound and in sticking around for a while. So it's just a big positive, no matter how you look at it, man, it's just awesome, man. So with that being said, we're going to bring in a special guest to the show, uh, a man of very little words and everybody knows him and loves him. Well, let's bring him in. This show. My brother, big, o, how you doing, brother? What's up, Bro? How you doing, sir? We're in the, I feel like we have the same conversation from September the 11th. <laughs> Golly! What in the world, Bo? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Dude, I'm cute. First of all, I want to say shouts out to not just the Saints fans, but the city of New Orleans. Y'all made my first away game very special. And it was one of the hardest things for me to do was to not dance after y'all scored touchdowns. I had to sit there, you know, and, you know, it was playing that old school cash money. I just had to sit there and, you know, not partake in the festivities. But, oh, why can't – I had called up my – I had called up my connect. And I was finna get the 2110 shirts made. I'm like, uh oh, 
Uh oh, 2110 shirts. Here we go. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. You know, we just wanted to play volleyball with the football on the last drive of the game, and 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 here we are. So, Q, I I I don't know what to tell you, bro. I'm look. I I don't know. I don't know, bro. I'm stuck, stuck like you, stuck in the mud, bro. Come on, Lou. It was an interesting game, bro. It was close and everything. The Saints tried to help y'all on the back end. They fumbled the snap and they fumbled the ball in the red zone early in the game. They was trying to keep it alive. They could have put it over a lot earlier, but they like drama. But uh, it was an it was an interesting game to say the least, bro. Man, it was a very interesting game. But you know, whenever whenever the Saints and the Falcons link up, it's always a Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's always a, a fun game. It's always, you know, a lot of, a lot of ups and downs. Emotional roller coasters like an early 2000 Vivian Green song. So, you know, it's, it, it, look, it's just one of those things. But we, look, at the end of the day, I can't say I lost because I, I had the time of my life in y'all city. I can't say I lost. Nah, it's all good, Low. We, we, it's much love to you, my friend. Uh, Brother Prom says, da 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 da. It's a Black Panther sweep, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brown. Man, man. Uh, five oh four said, said, "Where's the jersey, man? Look, so I, I got, I got to order a shirt. You know, from the, from the, from the pro shop. I got, I got to order me a shirt now. <laughs> Rock the shirt. You know, get on there, do the best I can do. You know, so it's, it's all good, little man. It's all love." <laughs> Shout out to brother Brent Norris, man. Thank you for this for the cash out, bro. He says, uh, conservative equals no win. Refs wearing Falcons logos. He also says, um, yeah, multiple ones here. He says, uh, five dollars for Dennis Allen just sounds like a defeated peep, even will win. <laughs> and for finishing season strong, same dance next year. Shout out to you, brother Brent. Thank you for your cash app, sir. Thank you. And Wait. of course. It, go ahead, go ahead, Lo. Oh, I'm just, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say one interesting thing that I did see was that, uh, 
you know, the crowd was very festive and live throughout the player introductions. But then when they announced Dennis Allen as the head coach, boy, mm-hmm. the whole vibe you. of the the whole vibe of the building changed. They started booing. I was like, oof. I told you they know. They're not stupid, though. They know what time it is, bro. They 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 definitely know what time it is as far as Dennis Allen is concerned, bro. So, you know, um, they hear us loud and well. And if they mo- persist in moving in that direction, we already covered that. We know what we got to do, you know. So we ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man, I, 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 it's our offense, bro. It's, it's, our offense look pedestrian. It's, it's walking. No wheels. No, no tires. That's how Lel Jury looked pretty good. Yeah, he did. He did. That's the only the only way we can move the ball is running. We can't move the ball from from from, from throwing. It's like our our route combinations is is our offensive coach, our 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 head coach who was basically our offensive coordinator calls plays like an offensive lineman that's calling plays. Like he he has no he has no idea of what to do in the passing game you know how y'all threw some passes and there were people wide open mm-hmm. you didn't see that for us right so i mean it's like i mean every pass the quarterback has to make is it's a contested it's a contested catch and you know that you're not going to win in today's nfl like that you're not going to do it so you know we came in banking on what Desmond Ritter would be able to do and you know he couldn't get the job done. And I knew whenever I seen the first few possessions, he couldn't get the job done. I was like, man, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. Yeah, I expected Desmond Ritter to perform, do a, have a better performance throwing the ball. I think he had like 90-something yards throwing the ball today against the Saints. And uh, a lot of his passes were off. So, I mean, early on. And uh, he kind of got into somewhat of a mini rhythm, I guess, when they started running the ball, the Saints didn't stop him. But had he had he been able to, he found Drake London more than a handful of times. I think that he, he wasn't really looking to throw to nobody else. He threw to London uh, 13 times. He got 10 of them. So if, when he learns the system a little bit better, and they got some young people that you can work with in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he shows some promise. I mean, if I if I go and look at it, like, so he completed ten passes to Drake London. Yeah, it's uh, he threw ten times to Drake London for seven. Ke- he had well, okay, he seven threw, catches okay. for seventy yards. Okay, I got you. I got you. So he only completed twelve passes. So I mean, that's 13 not thirteen of them. Though. Thirteen huh? to twenty-six. He was thirteen for twenty-six. Oh, 13? Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah so I mean that's uh, that's not good distribution. You know, you got to be able to kind of you know go through your progressions, manipulate the defense, manipulate the safeties. You know, one time you know we we got bailed out because they called they said he was out of bounds. But I mean, yeah, we we got to be able to throw the ball if we're going to win football games in 2022 i'm sorry this ain't the 1920s you know we're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to win games you know only throwing you know throwing for less than 100 yards i'm gonna be completely honest with you q and the rest of the family i'm surprised that the game was this close i ain't gonna lie to you i'm surprised it was this close like y'all dominate the game the only time we happened to come back was whenever we whenever at the end well in the fourth quarter 
You know, we got a couple of key stops. And, you know, thank goodness David Johnson fumbled the ball, you know, in the red zone in the first half. If he didn't, you know, this game would have been a whole lot uglier, bro. So, you know, look, I know y'all saying, hey, Lo, get naked so you can put on your, your Saints jersey and everything. I ain't gonna put on no Saints jersey. I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all that. You can see you put it on those Saints jerseys. But, you know, I definitely put on, you know, you know the, the blown lead shirt. You know, I, I definitely, hey, you know what, Q, I do you one better. I want to just take a picture in it. I'm gonna double down. I won't do a video in it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put out a straight video in the shirt. I got you. You know, I ain't for the, I ain't for the, I ain't never scared now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been ordering my shirt tonight. So, hopefully, okay. come in sooner rather than later. And then, you know, we'll, hey, I gotta eat my crow, bro. I gotta eat my crow. Hard times, boy. Hard times. <laughs> Y'all know how hard oh, it, you know how hard it was for me to walk out of that stadium today. Uh, uh, how hard was it, Lord? What would you mean, bro? What did, it was difficult, bro. You wanted to stay in there, bro. What's and going on, bro? Man, first of all, the lady came up to me trying to take my bathroom chain. She came up to me to take the chain. She was like, "Hey, can I have your chain? I want to." Everybody as a gay for Christmas. I like look, baby. We in New Orleans. They got chains all over the place. I bought this one here. They're hanging in the trees. They're hanging the trees. <laughs> like she was like, yeah, but you know, I, I just want your chain so I can give it and send it back. So I was like, so you want to give you my chain to somebody else as a gag gift. You know, so I like had to turn the little lady down. You know. And she was like, she tried to guilt trip me, like, oh, well, you're going to be in your car later today. You'd be like, man, I, I let somebody miss out on a gift for Christmas. I was like, and I, and I hate to sound so nasty, but I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to feel bad about that. You know, <laughs> it, but either way, anyway, you know, people like, oh, the birds, they roll down, all kinds of stuff. You know, <laughs> I heard to hear the, hear the, we, the who that sense and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it was tough. It was tough, you know, uh, but you know, it, 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 it's one of those things, you know, we, 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 we made it out, you know, we made it out cool. You know, my, I have my little cousin with me. I told you, you know, he's a saints man. So he, he, he been giving me the business ever since we got back. So look, it's, I don't know, Q, I, 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 I it's just tough, man. It was long. I, I don't know if you can see the, the the stadium is, is right over my shoulder right here, but right. Uh, that's just how cold we are staying at the stadium. And um, man, even though we next right next door to the stadium, I don't like to you that was a long walk. That was a long walk, bro. <laughs> that was a long walk. Then I got the elevator with a few things. Then you know I'm saying like we, I said I said just let the door close on y'all. I said let y'all you know. I, basically, what I'm saying is, it's affecting me. It's affecting my demeanor, my personality. See, this is see, but this is what we do this for, right? You know, this is what we put this through. So, same man's family members, y'all got to do y'all swept. Congratulations! Twenty-two almost over. 
2023, you finna come digging y'all behind next year. That, that, that's all I'm saying, Q. That's all I'm saying. I know it's too early to look ahead, but I'm looking ahead. You know, that's where I'm at, man. That's where I'm at. Uh, I'm sorry to ramble on your show, Q. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's all good, brother. I, I fully understand, bro. It's all good. Molly Mall says, Big Lil put Coach Roney in the Saints jersey. Man, you know. Absolutely my- not. Absolutely not. <laughs> she didn't make the bet, Molly I did. I got I got a I got an answer for this. <laughs> oh it's all good, little bro. Listen, bro, it's all good, bro. It was a good season series. It started off the year, a great win uh for the Saints coming back in the last few minutes. And then, of course, today, the Saints kind of holding on, dis- despite trying to give it away, you know, just this, this, the dysfunction of where we are. And the, and the future is definitely bright in Atlanta with them young guys. They're going to get it together. Saints, we just got to get from up under Dennis Allen, what he's doing. He, like you heard for yourself, the Who That Nation is not happy with Dennis Allen, and the Saints brass know it. So if they take that steps to keep him here, they're going to feel it from us. They can play ignorant all they want, but we be we, we ready to roll. So it's all good, bro. In the future, looking bright, my friend. And thank you for chiming. And, and Lowe's having internet issues, so um, I look like his internet is uh, bad. All right. So anyway, with that being said, uh, said shout out to to my brother Lowe. Shout out to him. Shout out to Coach Roney and the coaching staff in this joint. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna see you guys a little later on tonight. We're gonna go out and have some dinner, eat some dinner right there. Hopefully, low. Don't be so sad after that. After the, gonna eat some dinner tonight, and we're gonna be all right, low. So I appreciate you, bro, chiming in, bro. Once again, bro. After the loss, bro, it's hard. I know it's hard for the Falcon Nation to deal with the fact that the Falcons are 0-2 against the Saints. They got swept this year. We usually split with you guys. But Dennis Allen was good enough to beat the Atlanta Falcons twice this season, and he hadn't done that to anybody. So uh, we, we could say that he's terrible, but he was his terrible was good enough to beat the Falcons twice this year. So that's really interesting. So, so with that said, shout out to you, brother, brother Low. Shout out to Coach Roney, man, and Mahalo Charles later on. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta laugh, man. Cause at the end of the day, bro, it's it's the Saints get the win. I don't have to put no Falcon shirt on. Lil gotta put the Saints shirt on, and it's all gravy, baby. You heard the man. The man say you're gonna do a full broadcast with the Saints shirt on, so it's all good. I <laughs> love it. All right, Demon says, "Hey, Q Saints and Falcons are tied, fifty-four. Oh, okay, good." 54 and 54 for the all-time series. We'll take the overall lead next season. Who that to you? Thank you, brother Damone. Who that? Debbie, shout out to you. Says, having a good evening, everyone. Good show, Q. And who that to you? Thank you, family. Appreciate all y'all for joining me in this episode of the Coma. It was successful. The Saints come away with the win 21 to 18. Uh, It was awesome, man. It was cool. And, and we'll be back at this thing tomorrow. On uh, Monday, we'll be back. Uh, talking about it more. And of course, later on in the week, we'll line up for the preview stream for the Cleveland side of things and more stuff. So with that being said, I'm going to holler at y'all and much love to the family. Who that to you? And I'm out.
like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Network. can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. Remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that's it. 
thewhothatdaily.com. That's right, thewhothatdaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, whothatdaily.com is your site. Thewhothatdaily.com for the sport who that in all of us. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.